Okay, so it's May 15th. It's a new moon, 2018. <laughs> it's 9.43 a.m. And I've already recorded once today, but I'm going to record again because I have multiple things in my mind. All right, so something else I want to talk about is personal growth and how relationships are created for personal growth. That's what I want to talk about. And I want to talk about how you can manifest personal growth within your relationship. Okay. And I, in these recordings, I only speak from experience. I don't, you know, like, I can't speak from anything else. I can only speak from my own experience. One of the biggest things that I've learned in my relationship and about myself is about expectations. I'm gonna tell you something about expectations. They they set they are set up for failure. Number one, expectations for yourself. We inflict our expectations for ourselves on other people. There's two ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. If you don't expect shit from yourself, you probably don't expect shit from other people. Unless you're one of them entitled people that just feel like the world owe you something and you ain't putting in no work. That's a whole different topic. But the way you treat yourself is a reflection of how you treat other people. So if you don't expect this shit from yourself, if you don't expect anything for you to do anything for yourself, you probably don't expect other people to do anything for you. You probably don't expect much out of other people. You know what I'm saying? Now, the other end of the spectrum is you may you may be one of those people that are one of those people that do everything for themselves. And, you know, like you, you don't depend on nobody. You don't, you know, like you're just, I feel like I'm on that end of the spectrum. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you why. I've, this is what I've learned. I am a very sensitive person. I care a lot about people's feelings. And I pick up on people's energy very well. So with that being said, the way that I treat people and the way that I treat myself is very careful. I'm very careful with how I do it because that's how I treat myself. So in return, that's how I treat other people. I'm very careful with how I treat people. I'm very meticulous with how I treat people because I know people's feelings are fragile and I know people are fragile. Whether you want to play savage or not, like you're fragile, you're a fragile person. In fact, the, the, the main thing that you show me when you play savage is that you're even more fragile than the rest of us. So let's cut that. Let's cut, let's cut the shit. <laughs> let's cut the shit, people. That savage shit is out the window. It's annoying. <laughs> it's just your way of telling everybody you're insecure as fuck. But anyways. With me being that way, I then turn around and expect other people to be that way towards me. Okay? 
Watch where I'm going with this. <laughs> I then turn around and expect other people to be that way with me. And what I've had to learn is, Erica, everybody is not you. Everybody is not you. And even for the savage people, even for the people that call themselves savages, even for the people that are cold and cold-hearted and, you know, got an icebox for a heart, so-called to say. You can't expect people to turn around and be a savage and have an icebox for a heart just because you do. You know? So you saying just because you don't give a fuck about motherfuckers, you think that I'm supposed to turn around and not give a fuck about motherfuckers either. And it's not going to work like that. It don't, it, it's never going to work like that. It's never going to. I had to teach myself that. Erica, you're a kind-hearted person. You are a sweet person. You are. You may be too damn sweet. But one thing I, that you can't do, Erica, is expect everybody to be that way with you. Because everybody is not that way. People don't. You can demand a certain respect for yourself and you can hold yourself to a certain standard. And by all means, do that because you know your worth. You know your worth and you know what you are accepting of and you know what you are not accepting of. By all means, do that. Keep yourself at that at that standard because you know your worth. But you can't expect just because you hold yourself at that standard that everybody's going to do it. Everybody's going to treat you the way that you expect to be treated. I walk around here with a turban on and fucking maxi skirts and, you know, looking like one of them crazy spiritual women. Still get called a bitch if I don't holler back at a, at a, at a guy. It has nothing to do with the way I'm carrying myself. It has nothing to do with the way I treat myself. It has everything to do with how they treat themselves. So when guys do that to me, I just look at them and I laugh and I say, bless your heart. And, you know, that's it. I leave it at that because that was just a cry for love. And while I can't give it to you right now because you are not ready to receive the type of love that I'm capable of manifesting. I'm still going to smile and give you a glimpse of it because even that is enough. You know, while all of this is true, while you can't expect people to treat you the way that you treat yourself, and in some cases that might be good because some people treat themselves like shit. And even then they turn around and accuse you of treating them the way that they treat themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just ego. That's how ego works. Even though people do that, you can't let that become who you are. Well, I'm going to start treating people like this because this is how I get treated. You then in turn start treating yourself like that. And that's not fair to you. It's not fair to you because you haven't done anything to you. What have you really done to yourself that's so awful? That you can't forgive yourself for and move on and change. 
Change happens every day. It just is up to you. As hurt as I have been and as hurt as people, as much hurt as people have tried to inflict on me, I still can never find it in me to be a so-called savage person. Because I feel like I'm selling myself short. That's not who I am. It's not who I, I've ever really been. I may have put up a good front for a while as a teenager because I got tired of people being mean to me. And I got tired of, you know, you know, just being an outcast because I'm not mean, you know? And even then I didn't turn around and start being mean to people. I kind of just separated myself from the crowd and just went on about my own way. But with other people, I was just very short and very closed off. I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't like letting people in for a long time because I know how kind I am and I know how much of a sweet person I am and I know how caring I am. And a lot of people at that time, I felt like were taking advantage of it, you know? And they still do, people still try to, but I'm just more wise now. You just can't let that become who you are. With that being said, in your relationship, you may find yourself doing that in your relationship. Are you doing things that you've never done before? that you know hurt your partner because maybe they've done it to you before. So you get cheated on and you start to cheat. Two wrongs don't make a right and we all know that. Are you being lied to so you decide to start lying too? Two wrongs don't make a right and we know that. Now you gotta do what you gotta do in some certain situations, but at the end of the day, you always have a choice of how you treat people. And even what you do out of spite, even what you do out of revenge is still a part of your karma. It still is. It's not about them, it's about you. Your karma is not about what anybody is doing to you at, at this moment. Or at least it wouldn't be if you would get your shit together. If you've been out here being mean to people, being ugly to people, be, being a savage, <laughs> then guess what type of people you're going to attract? You're going to keep continuing this vicious cycle and you're never going to be really happy. It's all a facade. It's all for Instagram. It's all for the snap. But when you put that camera down and you take off that makeup and you take off that weave, you take off that hat, <laughs> you know, when you take off that armor, whatever it is that you wear as armor, whatever it is that you wear, whatever it is that you do as armor, sometimes we wear things as armor, sometimes we do things as armor, but when you push all that to the side, Are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? 
Do you really feel fulfilled? Do you really feel like you're living your so-called best life? Or is it something you're just doing for attention? Is it something you're just doing for gratification for, from other people? Are you searching for that validation outside of yourself? Are you searching for approval? Are you looking for other people to say, I fuck with you, before you say, I fuck with myself? See, that's ass backwards. You gotta fuck with yourself before you can, before other people can fuck with you. If they fucking with you now when you were savage and you doing all this shit that you know that ain't really you, they, they're not really fucking with you for real. That ain't who you are. So you can't be surprised when you get home and you take off that armor and that person is there and they looking confused like, who the fuck is this? Because it's not who you was in the first place. That's not who you were in the first place. You can't be in the club popping bottles and got the VIP and you go home, your lights off. Because that shit that you're putting on in the club, it's not who you are. So when you bring somebody home from the club and they go to your bathroom to turn on the light and they can't turn on the light because your lights is off, what? That's two different people. You done tricked them. So you can't be mad. When they fucking blast your ass or when they when they when they leave or if they, you know, talk bad about you because you're setting yourself up for that. You setting yourself up for that. How they treating you is how you treating yourself. That's how you treating yourself. Know that people treat you how you treat yourself. At least up front, they, they are. They're going to do that. Now, in your relationship, if you're in a relationship, I believe that I believe in a lot of in a lot of relationships, there's always two types of people. And you know what? I'm going to say in a lot of immature relationships. That's what I'm going to say. In a lot of immature relationships. Now, immature relationships can grow to mature, beautiful relationships that can flourish and thrive. Of course they can. I am a believer. I'm a firm believer of that. I know they can. But for right now, we're going to talk about immature relationships. In immature relationships, I always believe that there's two types of people. I believe that there's a runner and I believe that there is a fighter. Now, we, I speak about vulnerability, vulnerability a lot. Be vulnerable with yourself now when, when I'm talking about this and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, which one am I? Be honest with yourself. Nobody has to hear your answer. Nobody's there to judge you. Nobody, is, nobody has to know what you're thinking. What you're thinking is your business. But be honest with yourself because that's where growth and self-love come, comes from. Be honest with yourself when, you, when I'm talking about this. All right. So let's talk about. Let's talk about the runner first. The runner in the relationship is going to be. Someone that is on the brink of self-love. 
They're on the brink. And the only reason why they're in their relationship is because their self-love fluctuates. It's fluctuating, but they want to get to the point where it's steady, as we all do. Now, when you met this, when you met your partner, I believe that the only way you can meet someone and to, and to truthfully fall in love is if you are in a stage of your life where you are loving and accepting yourself, just even a tad, just even a tad. This stage in your life, you were doing that. But the runner's self-love fluctuates. So while I meet you and while things may be good when I meet you, while your self-love is fluctuating, we on the crescent of that wave. Now, when we go down into the actual wave itself, your self-love is no longer as dominant as it was when I met you. So the way you're treating me when I first met you is is not going to be the same when you go through this stage because you're no longer self-loving yourself in the way that you're treating yourself. It then turns back on me as your partner. Okay, follow what I'm saying and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is this you? Do you just feel like you just can't get it right? Do you just feel like no matter what you do, you can never do anything to make that person happy that you're with? That's not true. It's not true. What were you doing when you first met that person? What was different when you first, first met that person? What in your life was different? What about you was different? What about your aura was different? What about your self-love was different? Get back to doing that. And I promise you, you'll see your relationship go from the bottom of that wave to the top of that wave again, because it's about self-love. Now, you as the runner, while you feel like there's nothing you can do and you can never make this person happy. You have the fighter that is trying to love you. You have the fighter that is trying to be there for you. You have the fighter that is trying to uplift you, trying to encourage you, trying to be there for you. But you are so you're your head first in your in your own shit that you're not allowing this person to love you. And in return, you're not allowing yourself to love you. You see, love ain't about what, what you doing. Love ain't about what you doing to convince somebody that you love them. Love is about vulnerability. Are you being vulnerable with yourself right now? Or are you putting on this facade and being a savage? For what? In a relationship. <laughs> You're in a relationship. There's no room for that. There's no room. You can't go back. You cannot do that. It's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to your partner. You can't do it. You can't do it. As a runner... You feel like you need to protect yourself. You running around here, you feel like people are not taking you serious. You feel like people are being ugly towards you. You feel like people are, you feel like you can't trust nobody. You feel like, you feel like people are out to get you. You, you, you know, you're paranoid in a sense. Meanwhile, you got somebody that's trying to love you, but you can't see it because you have all these outside factors and it makes you feel like you're just about to snap. You're just about to blow up, right? Like you just can't take it anymore. And you come home 
and all you see is your partner's face and they're trying to love you, but all you can do is see the hurt. All you can do is feel the hurt that you're feeling right now. And I, I promise you it's self-inflicted. I promise you it is. Because when you take a step back and, and really realize what you have in front of your face, all your problems go away. When you are right here in the now and right here knowing, when you're right here knowing yourself right here in this moment, all your problems disappear. Because right here in this moment, don't none of us have no problems. Nobody have a problem right now in this moment. Right now in this moment, in this moment that I'm saying this, what's your problem? Right now, right now, at this, at this moment, what's bothering you right now? What's hitting you right now? You're fine. You're fine. Well, you're fine. Human beings are so dramatic. I tell you, we are. We are so dramatic and we're so emotional and we just get so caught up in our own shit that we forget that there's other beings around us. We forget. But guess what? A lot of times what helps me when I'm going through stuff is to care, care and love on somebody else. That makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And it makes me just forget, like, what was I even complaining about? Like, you know. So be honest with yourself. Are you a runner? Are you a runner? Are you not allowing someone to love you? Are you not allowing yourself to love you? What happened to your self-love? I'm giving your ass homework. Your homework is to go back to the time where you met your partner that you're with. Whether you happy or not, hell. Because I don't know why people convince themselves that they're not happy in their relationship when it's shit that can be fixed. But go, go back to the time you met your partner and remember how you felt. Remember what was going on. Remember how you felt about yourself. Remember. And if it's anything that you can do, go back to doing it. Because that's what gives, gets you back to that self-loving. That's what gets, gets you back to that stage where, where you're open and acceptable to love and allowing your partner to love you. Because I can promise you, if you was going through this shit you're going through now, when you met that partner, y'all would not be together. Because I'm pretty sure your partner knows their worth and they know that they're not worth that shit that's going on. That's not something that's going to initially attract them, of course. Of course it's not. I know for me personally, I've had to do this a few times. And hey, you can go from the fighter to the, to the runner. You know, you can fluctuate. That's natural. But I know for me personally, I know there was a point in time where I started um, doing things that I, that I didn't usually do. And when I say that, I mean like, 
not dressing the way that I used to dress, which, okay, the way I dress, I, <laughs> I don't know, I just throw shit on that feels good. And a lot of my stuff, a lot of my clothes, I do get from the thrift store only because I like clothes from the thrift store because I feel like they have character and I feel, I feel like they have more character and it's just, it's not what you usually see, you know? I just, I love clothes from the thrift store. I do. I can't even fucking deny it. Like, <laughs> you know, I love like 90s fashions. Like, I love the 90s button up um, blouses with the patterns on it. You know, like, I love stuff like that because I feel like it shows my personality. <laughs> I like stuff like that. You know, like, I like to wear stuff like that. Um, I do like colors. I do. I like colors. I like stuff like that. You know, I'm starting to look for stuff from, I haven't been shopping for clothes because I'm pregnant, but when I do start back shopping, I'm going to start looking for more clothes with plants on them because I love plants. You know, stuff that shows my personality. Not saying that I can't find stuff like that in the fucking Forever 21 or whatever, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I like I like the thrill of thrifting. Like how cheap it is. I'm frugal. I don't care how much money I'm making. I've always been frugal. <laughs> Even when I was making the most money I ever made at, at a job, I still thrifted every Friday. That's just me. That's just who I am. I, I got to a point where I stopped doing that. I stopped thrifting. I stopped listening to the music that made me feel good. I only was listening to like trap shit and like fucking... You know, I was only listening to stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with it. But that's just not who I am. I stopped doing yoga. <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know what the hell I was going through. I think shit was just so different for me. And I was um, being... I was introduced to a new environment and... Maybe I felt like I had to fit in at the moment, you know? So I um, I just stopped doing everything that made me happy. But with, with, with doing that, I stopped loving myself. I feel like I stopped loving myself. And I, in return, I became a puppet. I feel, I feel like I became a puppet to my relationship. I became a puppet to life. And I just started going through shit and suffering, like... I wasn't happy. I was in an ugly ass apartment, an ugly dark ass apartment. You know, it was, it wasn't, it was just, it was on a bad side of town. Like <laughs> literally how you feel is gonna be manifested on the outside, okay? You can clearly, if I can show you guys the difference between my apartment then and my apartment now, you would be able to tell my, my growth and self-love because my apartment now is bright as hell okay there's plants every, there's life okay there's life here okay this is this is a home this is a happy home and you can you can tell when you walk in when, when you walk into my old apartment you'd be like you know like it looks like somebody's doing fucking butt shots in the back or something like it's like dark and sketchy you know but anyways, 
get back to doing what you was doing before. I had to get back to thrifting. I had to get back to listening to my type of music. I had to get back to doing yoga. I had to get back to my natural shit. Like, I had to get back to, you know, just me. I had to get back to me in order to love me. I had to. And I saw a huge change in my relationship. Whether it was good or bad at the moment, you know, I saw a huge change in my relationship because at the time my partner was my boyfriend now, <laughs> at the time he wasn't, he was, I feel like he was in the same stage. I feel like he's always been in that stage. But, and I feel like that's why he likes me so much because I feel like I express myself the way he would like to express himself sometimes. <laughs> I think that's why he's attracted to me, <laughs> whether he knows it or not. <laughs> but I feel like I'm everything he kind of wants to be, you know, like, you know, and that's cool. Like, I like that. I like it, you know. I'm attracted to him because I like the way he made me feel. He made me feel whole for once in my entire life. He made me feel like somebody cared. He made me feel like somebody was interested in me. He made me feel like somebody actually wanted to share the same space with me. He made me feel like, he made me feel loved. I had never felt that before, not for real, not real love. So of course I sucked I sucked that shit in and I was like, yes, come. Like I was taking it all. <laughs> That's why I was attracted to him. So, you know, there was a time where he he still wasn't um receiving even after I got back to loving myself. And I can I can say this, I went through something I went through that that was so drastic that once I found myself again, I made it a priority to never lose myself again. And I can say that while it still, it still fluctuates, it doesn't fluctuate as extremely. It doesn't. I still know myself, I still keep myself, and knowing myself and being myself is a priority. My, my self-love and my self-peace is a priority now. And that's something that has to stay the same because if not, I, I wouldn't have learned from my lesson and I wouldn't continue to be blessed the way that I am being blessed. Okay, so get back to what runners get back to what 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 was making you happy, what was making you love yourself, what was making you feel free, what was making you feel the way that you are feeling so vibrant and, you know, flamboyant, you know, like what was making you feel that way? Do it. Hell, if it makes you feel any better, do it with your partner. Get your partner into it. You know, I'm pretty sure if you're a runner and you have a fighter, they're going to want to try to be into something that you're interested in anyway because they they care about you. Okay? Now, just that's that's just the only advice I can give to a runner because it's all about how you treat yourself, how you're going to turn around and treat your partner. That's your self, that's your, that's your growth. That's your self-love in the relationship that, that you're, that you're fiending for, that you feel like you're not getting, why you feel like you're not whole. Okay? Get back to what you were doing. Get back to loving yourself. You know? If it takes you doing it on your own for maybe a, 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 a while without letting your partner know, do that. 
if you got to sneak off to the gym every every night, you know, do that. You know, of course, be open and communicate and let your partner know it ain't no shicey shit going on because, you know, bitches is crazy. We don't think you're cheating. Niggas is crazy. They don't think you're cheating. So communicate, but, you know, just tell them you want a self-love journey. And I'm pretty sure they will, they will respect it and they will start to notice the difference and they'll be so proud of you. And you guys will be back to loving each other the way that you guys know that you are capable of doing. Okay? So now I want to talk about the fighters and their relationships. Now, I feel like the fighters in their relationships are people that are already consciously aware of who they are. They are already consciously aware of who they are, which is why they deal with the shit that the runners give them because they're strong enough to the point where it's not going to break them. It hurts their feelings, of course, but they're strong enough to the point where it's not going to break them. So they, they tend to have a little bit more patience than, say, a runner. They have more patience than the average person because they know themselves and they're, they're, they're patient with themselves. You understand what I'm saying? The way they treat themselves is how they're going to treat other people. So there are so many relationships out there where people are just like, I just don't understand why he take her shit. I just don't understand why she take his shit. I just don't understand why she put up with that. Nah, 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 nah. You know, all the judgments and shit. People don't even know you. People don't even know themselves. But... That's what a runner is. That's what a runner does. I mean, a, a fighter, I'm sorry. That's what a fighter does. They fight for their relationship, just as if they fought for themselves in the past. And maybe even in their past lives, they've always been a fighter. They fight for what's right. They fight for their feelings. They fight for their emotions. They fight for their, for their well-being. They fight for their peace. They're fighters. They're fighters. They fight for you. While you while you are putting them through shit and they're taking it, no matter how they choose to take it, no matter how they choose to react, no matter how they choose to deal with it, they're fighting. That's their idea. That's that's what they do. They're fighting. They're fighting for you. Okay, who's the fighter and who's the runner in the relationship? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Be honest with yourself. <laughs> be honest. Now, this fighter is typically not the one that gets up and walks out when you guys are arguing. Unless you don't push them to their fucking extreme. This fighter is the one that's always there to initiate the healing in the relationship. The fighter is the one that's always there initiating you guys to work something out. The fighter is the one that keeps coming back. You know, that's the fighter. The fighter is the one that appears to be more sensitive in the relationship. The fighter is the one that other people may view as the drama starter or the one that always wants drama. You know, like people view the fighters that way, I feel like, because fighters are <clears throat> fighters are so familiar with their emotions and they're not afraid to show them. So from the outside looking in, a fighter looks like the one that's being dramatic. The fighter looks like the one that's being you know, 
maybe even problematic, but I don't believe that's the case. I believe that the fighter is very familiar with who they are and the fighter is familiar with their emotions and the fighter is familiar with their feelings and they're vulnerable enough to share them with their partner. They may not have ever showed those, those feelings to anyone else, but their partner is someone that sees it on a regular basis because they're vulnerable with them because they're vulnerable with themselves. They're not afraid to show it. They're not afraid to tell you I need you. They're not afraid to tell you I'm sorry. They're not afraid to put their feelings to the side and just say, are you okay? They're not afraid to do those things because that's what they do. That's who they are. That's who they've always been. And while the fighter has very high standards because they know their worth, because a fighter has spent all their life, maybe half of their life, more than half of their life, suffering from a tremendous amount of hurt that they've had to fight through to find who they are. They've had to go through that so that they can be there for you and that so that they can be there for themselves and so that they can fight for other people. But in the relate, this we're talking about their relationship. So we're gonna stay there. <laughs> The fighter, they've already been there, done that, you know? The suffering is something that, it still hurts, but they can deal with it because of what they've been through already. They've already been through a tremendous amount of hurt and suffering that the shit that y'all go through, it really ain't even much compared to what they've been through. You understand what I'm saying? So they're very patient with you. They're very accepting. They're very forgiving. They're very forgiving. Um, while they may bring things up because they are hurting and, you know, you know, it's not okay that they keep bringing it up because if they forgive you, they should move forward, okay? But deep down, they, they, they forgive you. Because if they did not forgive you, they would not still be there. They wouldn't still be there. They wouldn't still be putting up with your shit because think about all the shit that they've been through already. Think about all the pain and shit that they've been through already. You know, like, why do they need to take your shit? But it's just something within you that they believe in and they love and they, they know that they know that self-loving person that you were when you all first met. And they know that that's not you that they're fighting and arguing with and that's hurting them. That's not you. That's your hurt self. And they know that and they're there and they're fighting and they're like, this isn't you, this isn't who you are, you know? They're fighting for you. Now fighter, how do you grow in a situation like that? How do you grow? I'm gonna tell you how you level up as a fighter in a relationship that you believe in and that you are choosing to stick with. You turn every argument into a, into a self lesson. Every disagreement. I believe in this 
100%, and I live by it. Check yourself before you check other people. Point blank, period. If you can check yourself before you check somebody else, you'll alleviate 99.9% of your problems. Because when you check yourself first and you ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? You know, not even why am I feeling like this? First ask yourself, what am I feeling? Sorry, my contact came out, so I'm gonna put some solution on it so it'll be dry. <laughs> That's all this noise is. <laughs> um, ask yourself, what are you feeling, number one? What am I feeling? What am I even feeling right now? Like, <laughs> before I get mad and go off on this nigga and go off on this girl, like, what am I feeling? And not, what am I feeling about this person? What am I feeling about, you know, about this? What am I feeling about that? No, what are you feeling? Are you feeling fear? Are you feeling jealousy? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling, you know, like, are you feeling resentment? What are you feeling? Okay, when you get down to the bottom of that, next ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? And do it without blaming. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way without blaming someone directly? How do you do that? Okay. If you're in a situation where you are starting to feel... I can give a prime example that everyone is familiar with. Let's talk about jealousy. Okay. Maybe jealousy could be something else. <laughs> but okay. So let's say you see your partner speaking to another person of the opposite sex. Or the same sex. You somebody that you're, they're attracted to. You know what I'm saying? You see you that they could possibly be attracted to. You see them talking to this person. You don't know who they are. You instantly get upset and you're like, why are you talking to him? Why are you talking to her? You know, I don't know them. You know, like, who, who is it? I want to know who it is. What, what y'all talking about? You know? Okay. What are you feeling at that moment? Be honest with yourself. Be vulnerable. Nobody can hear what you're thinking. Nobody's going to judge your thoughts because nobody can hear your thoughts except you. God. Okay? What are you feeling? I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling, be honest, I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling fearful. I feel hurt because I feel hurt because I see maybe a connection between the two. Okay, maybe you don't want to admit it, but maybe that's something that you see in in return that makes you jealous because you feel like you don't have that connection with that person. 
in return, that makes you fearful because you fear that your partner is going to leave you for that person. Okay, but let's get deeper into why you feel like that. What has happened in your past to make these feelings so automatic when you see something like that? Have you been cheated on? Have you been lied to? Have you been played? Your final step is to forgive. Whoever did that to you, forgive them. If it was your partner that you're with now, forgive them. If it was an ex, please forgive them and move on. Please, especially in situations like that, especially in situations where you've been cheated on, lied to and played by past partners, but your partner that you're with now has never done anything of that magnitude to you. Please forgive whoever did that to you in your past and move on and know that this is a different day, a different person, a different situation. Now, I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying be naive. I'm not saying be lenient and fucking, you know, just let shit slide all the time. But seriously, if it's not that big of a deal, it's not that big of a deal. Check yourself before you check them. See, with you checking yourself in that situation, you have avoided a whole argument because you've forgiven that person and now you feel lighter about the situation. And you just, you now you're in a space where you're just like, you know what, I can, I can give them the freedom to share themselves with other people and have the confidence to know that they're going to come back to me because they love me. They love me. And I love myself. And hell, to be honest, when you love yourself and you know yourself, you know that that person ain't got shit on you. And if they do, honey, then if that's the case, if that's fate, then let fate unravel. It's not anything you can control. You have to, we have to stop thinking that we can control everything. But with, with you checking yourself in that situation, you've avoided a whole argument because it's not anything that you feel like you need to personally come to, come to check them about. Like, I don't need to check you about this because I've already gotten down to the bottom of why, I'm, why I felt some type of way about it. So it ain't no need to check you. I checked myself. It ain't no need to check you because it wasn't shit to check you about. I needed to check myself and check myself and figure out why I'm feeling this way. You're a fighter. You know that. So if it's, if it's a way to alleviate suffering between you two, then do it. But guess what, what you've done in the process? You've healed some more. Healing is like currency. You just saved another $50,000 to your self-love account. Congratulations. You know? <laughs> Congratulations. Keep adding that up with interest, okay? Because it's valuable and it will remain valuable. It's a currency that will never lose its value. That's how you grow in a relationship as a fighter. That you may not feel is serving you. It can serve you. It can serve you if you do what you need to do to heal. Do what you need to do to heal yourself. I'm not saying take something that that is no longer serving you if the relationship no longer serves you and you just feel like you've done everything you can do and you feel like it's run its course and and the uni the laws of the universe are forcing you all to move apart then by all means do it don't take something that you know that you don't you know you know that you don't deserve of course but if you're gonna fight fight and do it love grow and heal in the process 
and that's how you do it. Y'all be honest with yourself. Which one are you in the relationship? Which one are you? Don't lie to yourself. You lying to yourself ain't doing nothing but hurting yourself. And in return, you hurt other people around you because you are, you're a muddy aura amongst rainbows. And us rainbows don't want to deal with that mud and, and dirtiness, okay? Cleanliness is next to godliness. And my aura is clean. And like I said, you can fluctuate. You can be, sometimes you can be the fighter. Sometimes you can be the runner. I believe the end goal is to become the fighter and stay the fighter. And this goes outside of a relationship as well. But the best way to start and the best way to start, the, I'm sorry, the best way to start is in your relationship, I believe, because that's somewhere where you can do it and not necessarily be so harshly judged by people that don't know you. Start there. And if you're not in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, then you are a fighter within your own life. If you're not in a relationship, then you are a runner in your own life. And either way, the advice goes the same. You can do the same things. You can do the same things. It's all about self-love and healing. Because the way you treat yourself is how you're going to treat your partner. The way you treat yourself is the way you're going to treat other people. So what I'm learning at the age of 24 is not to take things so personal when people treat me unfairly or unkind because it's just a mere reflection of how they treat themselves. Now that I've gotten to this point, my next goal is to stop reacting. Just harder said than done. Just harder done than said. To stop reacting. So of course, I will be updating you all on that journey. I think that's all I need to talk about today. Yep. I hope that my experience teaches other people and I hope my experience is not offensive to anyone. And if it is, it's not really my problem, but that's, know that that's not my intentions. I'm wishing you all peace and love.